Hello, welcome to Academic Success Strategies. Thank you to End Results and Country Inn and Suites by Radisson for providing this venue so professionals like me and others can reach out to people and share information they may find helpful. I'm Carol Wood, the founder and owner of Total Learning Concepts, a private tutorial and test preparation center accredited non-traditional school located in Gwinnett County, Georgia. Uh, this year is my 44th year working with students. Today I'll continue to share information via podcast which pertains to school age students. The topic is for high school juniors and seniors in taking the SAT and ACT for college admissions consideration, even if the college does not require test scores be submitted with their applications. A question I've been asked by numerous students this summer and since my first podcast is, should I take the SAT and ACT and submit my scores to the colleges I'm applying to, even though some Georgia colleges don't require I take either test? Following is my reply. The University System of Georgia Institutions waived the requirement for SAT and ACT scores be submitted with college applications during COVID and some continue this policy for incoming first-year students. Whereas this was understandable for the 2020-21 school year, my experience in education leads me to believe it's advantageous for current high school juniors and seniors to plan and prepare to take the SAT and ACT and submit these scores with their college applications. I've learned when the bar is held high for students, most will work hard to attain this level of expectation. And preparing for and taking college admissions tests requires students to tune up their skills on the course material taught during their many years in school. Being that Georgia's school ranking is lower than ideal amongst other states for pre-kindergarten through 12th grade students, according to US News and World Report, Let's expect more of our students rather than less. Therefore, I encourage all juniors and seniors who plan to continue their education beyond high school to take both the SAT and ACT and submit their highest scores with their college applications. The following are a few additional reasons for today's juniors and seniors to take college admissions exams, even if not required by the institutions they are applying to for admissions. Some states, other than Georgia, may still require students to submit SAT and ACT scores as part of their college admissions application when applying to out-of-state schools. Most, if not all, colleges will continue to accept college admissions test scores, that being SAT and ACT, as a basis for acceptance and admissions. When college admissions officers are reviewing applications and a tough decision must be made amongst students to accept those with submitted SAT and ACT scores may be more likely to be accepted since these students took initiative to do more than was required for admissions consideration. Often a student's SAT and ACT score are stronger than the student's core grade point average. Preparing for and taking the SAT and ACT provides a content review of courses taught during a student's school career. Not only will test scores improve, but students are better prepared for the rigorous demands of college academics because of the extensive review they go through in preparation for SATs and ACTs. For example, preparing for the SAT and ACT enhances students' vocabulary, written and oral communication, helps them acquire new strategies for reading large volumes of information, improves their reading comprehension, test-taking skills and fluency, mathematics skills, critical thinking, deductive reasoning, and problem-solving skills. All of these skills are necessary for students to reach their academic and career potential. 
SAT and ACT scores are often used not only for admissions, but also as criterion for students being offered full or partial college scholarships. Students in Georgia are capable of preparing for and taking admissions tests. They should not be underestimated and could be academically compromised for not preparing for and taking these official nationally administered tests. Preparing for the SAT and or ACT is an excellent way to also be prepared to take the Accuplacer test. A student's Accuplacer score is used to assist colleges in determining appropriate course placement for entering first-year students. Ideally, students want to start college taking credit-bearing courses rather than developmental studies courses, which are non-credit-bearing. So preparing for the Accuplacer and earning high scores in each area assessed is important since time in college is shortened, thus potential thousands of dollars in tuition saved. When registering for the SAT and ACT and asked on the application which college or colleges to send scores to, I recommend to students that they leave this section blank and their scores will be only sent to them, not to any college, but just to the student. Once students complete the admissions test process, the highest test scores can be sent to the colleges of interest. If one test score is higher than the other, students can forward only the highest test results to colleges of interest. When students earn a higher score on a section of one test, which differs from the highest score on another test section, sending both tests to the college is advised. Quoting from the University System of Georgia, Students who have taken or plan to take the test can still submit scores and institutions may use those for admissions as well. Prospective first-year students must meet all other admission requirements, including satisfactory completion of the required high school curriculum and all other requested documentation. But in the absence of SAT and ACT scores, institutions will make admissions eligibility decisions based on the materials that the student has submitted, utilizing a GPA threshold that is at least the following sector minimum rather than the usual freshman index criteria.